it's not as if we're coming you know, at the end of this bull run potentially and it all stops. The financial plumbing is going in all over the world in terms of mm-hmm. uh, cryptocurrency. Hello and welcome to the Crypto Standard Podcast, where we take the cryptic out of crypto. Okay, today we have a bit of a warning shot for everyone and just something to think about for the coming months. So there's a lot of potential figures for every coin being thrown around and yes, some of them might be correct, but there's no way of knowing till we actually get there. We want all our listeners to obviously enjoy this mad, amazing crypto roller coaster that we're all on, but not get too carried away in this potential next run that we might be having into Q4, maybe into Q1 of 2022, and just managing your emotions and greed. This will play a huge part if you're wanting to take any profits this cycle. We're not trying to scare anyone, but there is a lot of people on social media saying this coin will go to this price. And yeah, it might. But at the same time, you need to evaluate how you'd feel if it didn't. Okay, my last thing before we get into it. One thing that's been happening this week is our reviews and feedback in general have been absolutely just popping off. And thank you so much, everyone that's listening. We really appreciate it. And along with our Discord as well, actually, which is growing so fast. It's been awesome just watching people helping each other out because we're all fairly new to this. So having that community really does help, which is why I've created it and we've made it free for everyone. So I've put the link in the show notes for anyone to join. Okay, enough of me rambling. Let's get into it. And remember, nothing we say is financial advice and it should be taken for educational purposes only. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Crypto Standard Podcast, live from an absolutely grey-looking Dundee with me, Jim. (laughs) And me, Jordan. I know, it's grey again. Uh, Yeah, short corner. Uh, It's not windy, though. I just went for a nice walk. Yeah. I went for a walk there, it was beautiful, looking over the Silvery Tay, walking in the park, looking at all the beautiful houses. Dundee's a beautiful place. Yeah. (laughs) You're not digging that, are you? (laughs) How was your weekend? Yeah, very good. Very, very good. Lots of crypto. Crypto, crypto, crypto. (laughs) I'm addicted. (laughs) I can't help it. You, you, you may have to visit that Scotland's first crypto addiction <laughs> clinic. Yeah, I know. I will need to book myself in very soon. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, I went to the gym a couple of times. I've, I've changed my gym routine. So I go in there and I work. I, I get one of these Reebok steps and I build it up. So it's a good size. And I do a 50, 55 minute hit session where I'm stepping in the step and I'm using weights so I'm probably not building any muscle but I'm feeling a lot fitter in general mm-hmm. very important because I need to be fit to spend all my crypto winnings <laughs> <laughs> winnings I, <love> <laughs> I know my winnings 
And where they, so I thought that was a great podcast, the last pod with Connor, wasn't it? Unbelievable. So many people have messaged as well and just said that they loved it. Yeah, he's full of, his, his passion is contagious. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting off the back of it, I've had a few people contact me, and I know you have, we've discussed this, that they have in, they have now looking to buy RSR or they are increased their positions. Yeah. I haven't. Bum, 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 big silence. If you could see Jordan's face right now as he looks at me, you haven't bought any more RSR. I'll tell you, I'm not buying any more. Um, I listened to both AMAs. I've, um, I've I'm taken on board Connor's comments about where this could go in the future, and I he's right, but I'm not buying any more because I don't have a guarantee of mainnet. Yeah. So Nevin Freeman said, we can't guarantee it this quarter. So it might not come October, November, December. There's a lot to happen. So I'm not buying any more. I'm not increasing my position. And the price hasn't gone up any. So lots of people would say, well, RSR right now, they're buying it on sale. If you buy it at this price, it's like buying Cardano at eight cents, you know, 18 months ago, you're going to make a killing in 18 months. And that's fair. And people can look at it that. But I'm happy with the position size I've got in my bags. And I'm not buying any more. And that's my public statement on it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, we've been buying it for months and months and months. Yeah. And this is, compared to other cryptocurrencies, RSR is a long, long term holding because the magnitude of what they're trying to do. So it depends. It totally depends on the length you're willing to ride out. Yeah. And I spoke to one of my insiders in Venezuela who told me that because it's got some great newspaper coverage in Venezuela, people are generally chatting about where do I get my hands on this app, which is really good because that's that's, that's, that's what you want. But more um, powerfully, what he said was, he said, Jim, the amount of people that are looking for the app in Chile I thought, wow. wow. He said, yep, the chatter in Chile is, when's this app coming? I thought, wow, that's really strong, isn't it? Yeah. Just, I, I don't know what the situation is in Chile, but I can imagine the majority of South American countries need this. And yeah. I just hope Reserve can keep up with the demand because it's <laughs> there's a lot of demand. Yeah, and at some point, probably at some point in the next few months, something's going to happen. But I am not, I am not, I'm publicly stating I am not increasing my position at the moment because I don't feel I want to. I'm not, my something's telling me don't. Fair. Okay. And I think there's another great time to say to people because we, we our listener base is increasing, which is fabulous. Everything we do on this podcast is not financial advice. I don't have, I don't have not gone to any school. I don't have any accredited letters after my name, post nominals that tell me that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a accredited financial advisor in Scotland or the UK or anywhere for that matter. It's everything we do is education. If you want to invest in cryptocurrency, you have to go and speak to a financial advisor. There you go. Go and speak to a financial advisor. Don't listen don't, don't take anything we say as gospel. Yeah. And that goes which, for anyone in this space. Yeah. Which brings us, which brings us on to 
today's subject, cryptocurrency influencers, mm-hmm. which technically you and I are because we do talk about certain projects that we invest in. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it can be taken either way, I guess. Yeah, that's... It's, I don't know. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Well, he, here's the difference, as I see it. If you are on YouTube or Discord or um, crypto, um, sorry, Twitter, and you are shilling, so if you are shilling, then we talked about that, promoting a project or promoting a coin because you have big bags of it, mm-hmm. because you've got taken strong positions, if you shill that, I don't think that's good. Because basically you're trying to shill it. Uh, you could be paid to shill it, and we, we will cover that. But if you come on like we do, and you're trying to educate people on the types of projects that are out there, you know, I don't. We don't come on and talk about. And we'll, we can use reserve because we did the last podcast on it. And say you need to buy this because it's going to make you a millionaire. What we are saying is, here's what reserve is doing in South America. Go and do your own research and make your mind up. But who? The fact that we know that and we've done that research into that, you've learned something today. So there's a learning outcome. And I think that mm-hmm. is far more important than influencing people to buy a, buy Cardano or buy Solana. Yeah, exactly. And when people are shilling, I see all the time on Twitter, when people are shilling, they use the price, like the price of something. And they're like, this is this price, but it's going to $1.00. It's going to ten dollars. It's going to a hundred dollars. Yeah, people. You know, people come onto crypto Twitter and they say, "Oh, reserve, reserve to is going to a dollar." Eh, it's only at three cents. <laughs> or people will come on and say, "Dot is programmed. That's polka dot. Dot's programmed to hundred hundred pounds. It's at thirty quid. It's got a long way to go." So who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with all that aside. Let's have a look at Bitcoin just now. Yeah. So there's a few influencers or protagonists or uh, backers of Bitcoin, that have, and they've all come out recently with um, projected targets for Bitcoin. Let's discuss a few. Okay. So Willy Woo. Yeah. So Willy Woo's got $190,000 price tag on Bitcoin. Okay, and Will uh, Will Clemente? 112,000. Raul Pal? 300,000. Max Kaiser? 220,000. Plan B? 135,000. There you go. So let's, that's some spread. So that's going from 112,000 up to 300,000 this cycle. Yeah, and but you need to remember these guys are smart as well. Okay, the, so I'm going to I'm going to cut across you there because you just hit the nail on the head. Willy Woo is smart. Yes. I mean for you to say something now. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, you can see how the chemistry works really well here. <laughs> So Willie Wu, Willie Wu is a, a he's a, an analyst. He's a trader. He's been all over Bitcoin, Twitter for years. He looks at all the on-chain metrics. 
Um, he is conservative in his approach. He's been on numerous podcasts. And when I listen to him, he makes sense. And mm-hmm. he never, when people say, oh, what do you think, Willie? He'll never say, oh, I think this or I believe that. He always goes back to the data. Yeah, exactly. So, Will, yeah. You've got the same with Will Clemente as well. He yeah. is another on-chain an- anal- analyst. There we go. And he uses all the like on-chain data. So what you can see where the money's flowing. And the thing is that they will be honest as well. So like last night or Sunday night, sorry, Will Clemente came out on Twitter and he says, we're over leveraged in Bitcoin. And which means that we're going to see a flash dump, which means like the price will go down very quickly to get rid of all these like professional traders. And what happened the next morning? it went down. Mm. So like they, they give analysis for the pros and cons as well. Yeah. Clemente, he's a young guy and I listened to him this morning and he was talking about, so he, he's looking at things that like he says, well, I, I'm looking at the number of people who hold one to 10 Bitcoin, one mm-hmm. to hundred Bitcoin, a hundred to a thousand Bitcoin. And then the whales, and he's he's the kind of guy well, online, as soon as a whale, I mean, that's someone with over a thousand Bitcoin, comes in and sends that to an exchange, he starts to get worried. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, I'm going to watch for this over the next two or three months. And when I see them doing that, that's my indication that they are getting ready to sell because they think the market's reached the top. Yeah. Um, so he's calling 112, which is conservative. Raul Pal. And we've watched a couple of videos over the weekend of Rule. He's talking about 300k. I mean, it's wild to think about. Yes, we'll hit 300k at some point in the future. Whether we'll do it this year, I don't know. But, I mean, if you look at history, 2013, we went 300% from here. And, like... Anything is possible, but you I wouldn't attach myself to that figure at all. Yeah, it's 300k is wild even to think about. Uh, Max Kaiser, again. So, so going back to Rule Pal, he's clever. He's an ex-Goldman Sachs trader. He's a multi-multi-millionaire, if not billionaire, lives in the Cayman Islands. He's created um, Real Vision. He does his GMI newsletter to big family offices, He's a respected guy and yeah. he doesn't pluck numbers out of thin air. And he's he's shown very cleverly using, you know, he uses log charts, etc. And he's showing that actually where we are in terms of total market cap for the whole market is rising beautifully. Mm-hmm. And he's looked at, he's done a log analysis of Ethereum, Solana and Bitcoin and, and transpose that over the other runs and he's like this thing that's why he's he's seeing it's programmed to three hundred thousand. so he's not just woken up in the morning and said i think i'm going to go i'm going to i'm going to you know put my neck on the, the chopping block so he, he's using one set of analysis which is he's using charts yeah whereas clementi and willie Wu are using on-chain data yeah max kaiser 220 000. i mean I mean, this guy's had this figure since the very start. He's had 220. And I mean, earlier in the year, I was like, no chance. But now I'm like, everything that he, he has been saying for years is, is playing out. 
Yeah. And he's no dummy, although he acts like one. He he is very, very smart and uh, it's possible. Yeah. Um, Max Kaiser's, I listened, I watched the Max Kaiser YouTube channel with the Kaiser Report every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 25 minutes of sheer entertainment but he everything he has called in the last year as you said has happened everything yeah. he's called and <laughs> so so based on that can max kaiser's 220,000 bitcoin before the end of the year play out who knows yeah but he's heavily invested so max kaiser was buying bitcoin when it was a dollar yeah, oh my, I, I honestly can't imagine how much he's got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a billionaire as well. And lastly, we have the the Dutch trader who is in anonymous, who goes anonymously by Plan B. I'm not a fan, but he has created a stock-to-flow model. He's created several stock-to-flow models, um, and he's saying 135K. Yeah, and... <laughs> that's possible as well because if you look at what he's been calling even like over the years but even if you bring it down to short term he's been saying like august we were gonna hit forty-seven thousand, and then september we we're gonna hit forty-three thousand. so he'd even gone lower and then october sixty-three thousand. we've hit all them and now he's saying november ninety-eight thousand, december 135 you can't you can't ignore these things but you can't rely on these things at the same time yeah and you know so plan b is looking at a different model in terms of what he's done is he's looking at gold diamonds real estate and he and he plots their rise and how they've gone up and he's plotting how bitcoin will go up in relation to them as an asset class so again he's taking a different approach Mm-hmm. But he also looks at a lot of on-chain data. So if you look at these guys who are clever and are looking at are using different forms of data all around Bitcoin, whether it's really close micro or pulling out to macro, the only way is up as far as they're concerned. Yeah, well, they all come to one conclusion, don't they? That yeah. the price is going up. Yeah. But here's my caveat, and people won't like this, but here's the caveat. Right, hit me. They all have, so some of them have vested interests. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Max Kaiser's got a vested interest in that he bought Bitcoin at a dollar and he wants Bitcoin to become the global reserve currency of the world. And he's kind of anti Jamie Diamond and JP Morgan and the banks and all that sort of stuff. So he's got a kind of vested interest. He feels quite involved in it. Yeah. Um, some of them are using metrics, and who's to say their spreadsheets are incorrect? Who's to say their metric, their interpretation of the metrics aren't correct? Mm-hmm. Who's to say Will Clemente's miss hasn't has missed something that we don't know? A lot of them will have big bags, as in big positions. You look at Raul Pal. So Raul Pal has come out over this week, last week or two, and said, "I have switched my portfolio." To something like I think it's something like three to five percent Bitcoin and something like seventy odd percent Ethereum. <laughs> it's massive. Now he was he was the guy Jordan that 18, 12 to eighteen months ago was saying Bitcoin is the best trade he's ever seen, 
and it, it, he has taken profits from it because it has gone from $10,000 up to you know fifty dollars plus. So he's made his money. And then he's, he said, well, what's next in terms of Metcalf's law and the network effect? That's what he's very deep into. And he says it's Ethereum. Mm-hmm. And it's what you and Connor talked about the last time in terms of it's the app, it's the app store, isn't it? Yeah, 100 percent Okay, so we're saying that RuPaul has uh 70% of his available net worth, as he talks about, in uh Ethereum. And he's got, I think he said 20, 20 or 25% in other stuff. So he's He's big in Ethereum, so technically he wants it to be successful. Yeah, he wants he wants Ethereum um, to to go to twenty thousand dollars. And if it goes to twenty thousand, you can see why he's got Bitcoin at three hundred thousand. And of course, you've got the kind of religious fervor and the maximalism maximalism mm-hmm. of it all, where some people are Bitcoiners, some people are ETH heads, some people are Cardano, some people are. Um, Solana, some people are Polkadot, and that's their thing, and they yeah. want that one to be the god. So we have to listen to all these people, uh, for everybody listening to this, with a pinch of salt and a touch of realism. Yeah, I think what we're trying to get is you want to get different perspectives on different coins, different views on the economy on everything because this world is changing so fast at the moment that even I know like my investment thesis and yours, they change over time. And it's even in a short space of time, things can change very fast Yeah, just because this space is moving so fast. Yeah. And I guess for the listeners, these people are influencers. So we don't know if they're being paid. We, we do know they've taken positions. We do know that there are certain projects that they prefer, and that's human nature. And But some are using data and analysis and charting, whereas others are just saying, I, I, I can just see this happening because the world's changing and inflation's coming and all that sort of stuff. So they're yeah, influencers. And you have to think about what influencers you listen to. Mm-hmm. Bringing it down a couple of pegs, you've got Lark and BitBoy. <laughs> you know what I mean? This makes me laugh. Lark Davis and BitBoy Ben. You know, he, let, let me give you, let me give the listeners an example of something I witnessed over the last 12 months. Charles Hoskinson from Cardano, the CEO of Cardano, he did a lot of Ask Me Anythings. He, ha, he, is, he is the master at building a community. He's got great personality. He's super sharp. He understands marketing. And he, he has brought this Cardano community with him. But no one was really talking about Cardano in terms of... So if you went to Lark, uh, Crypto Lark and BitBoy, who have got a significant following, there's over a million and a half between them. They were not shilling, can I say, Cardano. And the next thing I saw at the beginning of 2021, just when Cardano was sort of moving you know, into Shelley and all that sort of thing is... Oh, up pops Charles Hoskinson on BitBoy Crypto. He's on the channel, um, and I think he's been on a couple of times. And all of a sudden, Cardano is now a staple diet of BitBoy. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it yesterday, and it was like, BitBoy's created this debate around, is Ethereum or Cardano, who's going to win the race? 
Now, 18 months ago, he didn't talk about Cardano at all. And all of a sudden, he is. I wonder if he's being paid. You think he is? I couldn't possibly comment, but you may very well think so. I have no idea. <laughs> he doesn't do anything for free. Let's put it that way. That's my suggestion. Yeah. And again, you know, Lark, Lark has his favourites. He's a big Ethereum fan. Mm -hmm. And you therefore he I know it's obvious he's he talks about it honestly that he's taken big positions in Ethereum over the past and Bitcoin. So when you listen to all these crypto influencers, you have to bear all that in mind. They're not telling you it because they know and have got degrees in macroeconomics and statistics. It's because they've taken strong positions and they want you to buy it. Yeah, and then do you not think, do you not think like people could argue then that we're doing that? So at any point in any of our podcasts over the last 50 pods, have we said, have we made price targets for anything? At no point has Jim Duffy or Jordan Walker come out and said, yeah, we see a Bitcoin going to $150,000, reserve going to 25 cents, and DOT going to $98. Uh, Cardano, it's got $5 in it by the end of the year. We've never done that. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I refuse to do that because I, I, can't, I can't predict these things. I, I watch and I listen to these other guys they don't know that either. They, they are, that's why there's such a spread of the Bitcoin inflows going from 112K up to 300K. We have said that, though. We've done, like, what do we think it's going to get to by, like, the end of the year or something oh, like that. that that's, us just, that's just having fun. But at no point are we coming out and actually saying, I, th I believe that, um, you know, so I'm not nailing, like, real pal. I'm not going on video and saying it's got 300k on it and here's my log charts and here's what I believe. I'm happy to discuss all this. I'm happy to bring it to the listeners' attention. But ultimately, it's a big wide market that's manipulated. And I think what we're showing here is there's so much vested interest in it over and above the data and the analytics that it's dangerous to, to put all your eggs in one basket. So hopefully by listening to this podcast, we are we're exploring different projects and but making you see this isn't a regulated market like you know, standard, I think it's called standard life Aberdeen or whatever they're called. They can't come out and make they don't tell you, they say buy this policy or buy this this savings vehicle. And they, they look at past performance and they say, well, past performance, it did. 10% one year, 6% the next year, 14%. Therefore, over a five-year, it's done 12% net. They can't tell you it's going to do that. If they tell you that over the next five years, that fund is going to do, for example, what these guys are saying, we think it's going to do 190K, they'll go to jail. Well, they won't actually go to jail because they never go to jail, but they'll get fined mm. because that's a regulated market. This, this this whole thing that we're involved in in crypto is unregulated. Yeah. And, and there's massive danger there. So um that's why so when I come on today and say I'm not buying any more RSR, I'm not because I just I'm 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 my 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 um gut is telling me you've got enough of that, mate. <laughs> you've got enough. So just tuck it away and see what happens. 
I'm not chasing anything, and I'm not. And at no point have we ever said, oh, "RSR's got a dollar in it by by July next year." If I was, if we were talking about RSR having a dollar in it by July, a lot of people could go out there and buy that. Yeah, just because you're saying that, and you then become the influencer, and I think that's wrong. I think there is there's so many influencers out there, and in their different projects, and essentially we're just. I see it as like we're trying to be the middleman between the retail investors. So people listening now and these influencers and like trying to cut out the the bullshit, essentially. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're, you're absolutely spot on there. That, that's yeah. a great way to put it. We're the middleman in that you can go on to, you can watch a million videos, you can listen to this and that. And even the mainstream media are, are, are now speculating on, I saw an, an one of the newspapers, could Bitcoin hit an all-time high and go to 100K? All of a sudden, people start to fall in and jump in on that, and they've got to be really careful. Yeah, and um, that, that's, especially coming into this run, or if we are going to go up the way, people need to remember that, that there will be a lot of people FOMOing in, and that's what makes Bitcoin run up, and that's what makes it pump so much when your friends start talking about it, everyone starts talking about it, and then there will become a point when it will drop a little. Yeah. Um, as we, we are going to have flash crashes on the way up to 100K if it, if it, if it indeed does that. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting that when you look at these, top, these, these influencers, and they're all clever, as we've talked about, they're all clever, educated, experienced people in you know in the financial markets and they're coming out with these kind of alike but wildly different mm-hmm. analysis on where bitcoin can go and then you've got ethereum as well and then you've got cardano you know people are saying oh i read somebody there the cardano's got five dollars by the end of the year so i don't think it does and therefore i'm not going to tell anyone it's got five dollars at the end of the year but i think if anyone's interested in buying cardano you should look at the technology you should look at the platform. You should uh, find out its governance and, and see where it goes from there. Because I did all that research. Mm-hmm. But for me to sit there, I'd have to write 50 pages and dictate it and go in and say, well, here's why I think you should buy Cardano. That's not my job. Our job's to spark the listener's curiosity. And I think what Connor did in the last podcast was do that. He's like, look, you need to go and find out about all this. This is just beginning. And people yeah. should go away from that and go, right, I think I'll just go and do that. <laughs> so you said earlier on in this podcast, I don't know what the inflation rate in Chile is kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you said that, I thought, gosh, we don't know that. I'm going to go and find out about Chile. Yeah. And that is what good investors do. Okay, so lessons learned then. Um, I think we need to be very careful in who we believe in the crypto space. I think you've got just now you've got people saying it's going to be Q4 2021, that's October, November, December, that this this whole market's going to go crazy and it's all going to go rise up and Bitcoin's going to go to 100 grand or 200 grand and then some of that will fall into Ethereum, Cardano, Solano and DOT and then it'll fall down into uh, the alts and we'll have alt season and then others are saying well actually this is a very different market this is different from what we've seen in the last two big um, rises, 2011, 
way up to 2017, 18, that this could move to Q1 2022 and maybe even the spring of next year because institutions are going to start foaming in as well. And so you're like, well, hold on a minute here. Is it going to blow off? Is it going to do 100 grand in December or is it going to do 300 grand in March? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know. So I think you've got to be really careful and really cautious. Yeah. And it's so that's the trickiest part. And if you were wanting to take some profits, that's why it's best to do it slowly on the way up. Yeah. Because nobody knows when the top is. Like some people, as we said, these influencers or institutions will ramp up this price that they think they'll say Bitcoins get to 500,000. Everyone believes that. And then it gets to 150. They're still buying. Yeah. But then these big institutions will then be selling. Yeah. And then that's how they try and trick you out. And it comes back to all this psychology and the emotions of the market. So don't be sucked into these prices. Have your own prices and then just be like, I'll sell. If you're wanting to take profits, that is, on the way up. And that's the best way to do it, I think, anyway. And that's the way I will be approaching it. Which is interesting. So come bring this discussion to an end. And I didn't want to come on today and scare anyone, but I thought it's really interesting when you look at the crypto influencers and, and what they're saying about Bitcoin over the next two or three months or, the, or this cycle, because some of them are saying the cycle could actually be move out to March. That, that make, that, if you're sitting with a portfolio just now of £1,000 or £10,000 or £100,000, when you decide to take profits, it's going to be crucial. And mm-hmm. in your head, you have to think, how much is enough? Mm-hmm. Because if you get caught out, and I get caught out at the beginning of this year, Way back in May, my portfolio was like, I'm buying a private jet, Jordan. This is fantastic. <laughs> and I didn't think for a second. And at that time, these same influencers, BitBoy, etc., were saying it's 300k by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I, at that time, I didn't think for a second it would fall from 64,000 all the way down to nearly 29,000. Yeah. I had no idea. I caught, that caught me totally unawares. Yeah. And Something like that could happen again very easily. We see a Wall Street crash. We see China crash. Like the property there is looking a bit ropey. ropey. And um, so anything like that will influence cryptocurrency. And none of that is predictable. So what I will be doing as 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 an if Bitcoin and Ethereum, etc. rise or in this next three to six months, we'll call it. I will be watching what Willie Wu says. I will mm-hmm. be watching what Will Clemente says. I'll be, and I'll be looking, keeping an eye on plan B stock to flow. Because I want to see, if, if Will Clemente says, guys, there's been um, thousands of Bitcoin removed from big whales wallets. These are massive billionaire investors and they're moved it onto exchanges. That's a red signal. Yeah. So... But if they're holding and they're continuing to buy, or if Apple comes out, as I've, as we've broken here before, uh, it creates a new wall, wall in this firmware, I mean, the sky's the limit. But we just need to watch all these things and how much is enough. So yeah. if your portfolio just now is, I'm, I'm making this up notionally, £10,000, and it's a mixture of 
let's say Cardano, Ethereum, Bitcoin, you might have some RSR, you might have some Solana, you might have some Polkadot, there's, and there's 2,000 others that you can go and do that I don't even know the names of that you think you can have strong. There's tons of them coming out. Um, there's pre, there's this new one coming out, oh, for goodness sake. I mean, I don't know where you go with it all. But at some point, if they if if what you what we believe will happen happens and that ten thousand goes to thirty thousand, is that enough for you? Because you've three extra money. That's phenomenal. But you could five exit, Jim. You could ah, five exit. There you go. <laughs> that's the voice in your head. There and that's you what you need to emotion you need to overcome and just be like, I've got this exit strategy. I've hit thirty thousand. I will take ten thousand out. My initial investment. Boom. Yeah. So I've, I've suffered the pain of watching my portfolio go to things I never dreamt of and then half from mm-hmm. May right the way through to kind of August going, what, what, what's happening here? And it could, But what I should have done was, say, do you know what? I'm just going to sell. I'm going to sell 70% of it I, because this is, this is dropping because I didn't do my homework and there was a lot of hopium there. Therefore, on this run, what I would say to the listeners is, over the next three to six months, just watch, tune in here, because we're watching it, but make sure that you're aware of everything that's going on in the whole macroeconomic scene. Yeah, definitely. And one last thing I've been telling my clients what I'm doing is that it's fine in a bull market to expand your portfolio and diversify and i do that 100 percent. but see when it's coming this is just my opinion when it's coming to the end of a bull run or i think it's coming to an end that's when i start to consolidate and i will put my money in the large cap coins i will move them into bitcoins ethereums your cardanos because they've already they've They've been through bear markets. They've tested that they can make it through bear markets. Like in 2013, Bitcoin was top. 2017, Bitcoin was top. And then we come to now, Bitcoin is still top. That's not going anywhere. So Mm -hmm. I want a coin that is not going anywhere. And it's my safest bet to get me through to the next cycle. That is my tactic for long term. And that's a good, that's a really good point you make. So this week, the Bitcoin ETF, it's a futures ETF, it's kind of garbage, but it's the fact that Bitcoin is now on Wall Street. Let's see how that goes. And at some point, there'll be a a Bitcoin spot ETF where people actually back it, not with paper, by actually buying Bitcoin. That will have huge ramifications for the price action in Bitcoin. So this is all, it's not as if, it's not as if we're coming at the end of this bull run potentially and it all stops the financial plumbing is going in all over the world in terms of Mm -hmm. uh, cryptocurrency but one thing i think i'm going to stress that i believe in and i don't know what your thoughts are jordan pounds dollars and euros are not going to disappear everyone would love fiat currency to go down the pan if fiat currency goes down the pan lots of people are going to get hurt so I don't think, <clears throat> so I don't let me preface that. I don't think in the next five years, the pound is going to disappear or the dollar is going to no. disappear. Hell no. It's got 50 yeah. years in it still, at least. Yes. Like yes. They, they will live, the way I see it is that they will live together. 
and we will have your cryptocurrencies and your fiat money. Yes, living together in tandem. And yeah. I still have bills to pay. I've got council tax. I've got my crypto taxes that I have to pay if I take profits. I've got a car I want to buy. I've got to keep your car serviced. I've got Christmas to pay for. You know, I've got daughters and there'll be weddings and the funerals and all. Uh, sorry, wedding. <laughs> oh, my funeral. <laughs> in the future. And so I need, I'm, I'm using my all the time and mental uh, capacity that I'm putting into cryptocurrency to make, to create wealth for mm-hmm. not just for me, I mean, but for we've talked to this before for my, for the create generational wealth. Yeah. Um, but at some point to do that, you have to sell. Exactly. 100%. And that's, we've talked about that before that I want to get into property. So I will be selling some of my cryptocurrency, maybe at the end of this year, who knows? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> To buy property. And don't think for a minute that people like Willie Wu, Will Clemente, Raul Pal, and Plan B, even Max Kaiser, they've all got to live. Mm-hmm. So they will sell. Don't think for a minute that someone like Raul Pal, who's sitting there saying, Oh, it's going to go to 300 k and Ethereum 20k. As soon as he's he'll have he'll have sell. He'll have sell orders on on the way up to that and yeah. he'll make sure he takes his profit because that's what these guys are all about. They want to have they want to have the big box to buy the private jets. Right now you can't buy a private jet with, with Bitcoin, mm-hmm. but you can with dollars and euros and pounds. So it looks great on your app when it's lovely and green and it's going up over the next while, we hope, mm-hmm. or we anticipate based on what we're reading and seeing. But at some point you have to sell. And that's a hard part. So hard. It's hard because <laughs> because you, you think your human nature is oh it's going as you said it's it's going to go up another it's going to go up another few thousand hold on <laughs> <laughs> again have your exit strategy crypto is not all or nothing it's 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 a to I hope I'm showing today it's just and I think you are as well Jordan it's just a it's for us just now it's a new asset class. It's going to change the world in so many ways, hopefully for the better. But um, ultimately, I am going to use that to create wealth that I can then look after in my old age and help my family. Yeah. Hmm, that was quite a deep one today. That was deep. <laughs> I, I think it's important that as we hit this because you, you and I have seen this before. We saw it in 2017-18. We saw it at the end of last year, beginning of this year. See when this whole momentum starts to build, it's yeah. like a tornado and it spins and spins and spins and everyone just gets sucked into it. And at some point, a tornado, tornadoes are hugely powerful, but at some point they die out. Yeah. So when it's spinning and spinning and spinning and people are going, oh my God, this is a class five, get out of here. That's the bit I'm going to be thinking, I should really sell now so, yeah. I, can, so I can buy that Ford Fiesta cash. Yeah, Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Ford Fiesta blue, automatic. <laughs> yeah, you agree? I 100% agree. Yeah. And at the moment, it feels like we've, we've sneakily managed to get Bitcoin up to nearly its all-time high. Yeah. And there's not that much chatter. I don't have my phone going mental, 
which then that implies that we actually haven't hit this this proper run yet because I know when it's going mental because everyone's talking about cryptocurrency. Everyone wants to talk to me about cryptocurrency. So, yeah, I feel like we haven't hit that, but you need to have a strategy in place going into what we think or what potentially could happen in this next few months. And if you're looking at things like Coinbase wallet openings, they're not booming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when these when these things start to boom, you know, crypto.com, when they when they start to report, oh gosh, hold on a minute, we're getting super inundated with with the uh, people opening wallets, that's when you know it's happened. Yeah. But but just now when you've got plan B and Will Clemente saying once we hit 65,000, it's fresh air. Mm-hmm. I think if that happens and Bitcoin go, does go on at this this run, this exponential run that's when you're going to see the FOMO kicking in and the tornado starts to gather its spin um, and the centrifugal force gets whipped around. And at that time, folks, keep listening to this podcast because we're going to keep it real. And I think, I hope today when you have a time to listen to this, you realise that this is about keeping it real for you and not trying to shill or or, or create create some... um, as I see in so, and the reason I'm doing it, I've, I've listened to so many podcasts and watched so many YouTube videos recently. But I'm like, I'm like, mate, you just, you guys are making this up as you go along. Yeah. And that's not right. Is that cheered you up? <laughs> <laughs> you should see Jordan's face, folks. He's like, oh my God, I want to come on the fun. And Jim's got all serious today. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. So I'm, this week, I am going to take the dog for a walk every day. I'm going to switch my phone off when I do that. Uh, my daughter's coming to see me, one of my daughters, so I'm going to enjoy her company. And I'm just going to watch the ETF and everything else and just say, and keep an eye on these four or five guys we've talked about and just see where we're going with it all. Yep. I will be doing the same bit. <laughs> Staring at charts. <laughs> all you, day. You, yes, you enjoy your charts. Um, okay, folks, quite a, quite an in-depth one today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Keep it real. And adios from Dundee. Adios. <laughs>